listening to the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. It's the podcast in the Broadcast Basement. Broadcastbasement.com. Coming to you from the Windy City Slam Studios in the southwest suburbs of Chicago, this is Windy City Slam Podcast. Welcome on in everyone, Mike Pankow here, the founder and editor of WindyCitySlam.com and the host of Windy City Slam Podcast. And I am just so very excited for this week. We have an outstanding guest going to be joining us in a little bit. Chicagoland and Midwestern independent wrestling referee Dan Perch for the ref brand will be joining us later on in the show. Very excited to have Perch on for the very first time on Windy City Slam podcast. It's been a crazy week again in professional wrestling. Plus, we have a huge weekend coming up locally. First things first, we had AEW's full gear Saturday night on pay per view. The AEW Championship changed hands. The belt is out of Kenny Omega's grasp for the first time in almost a year. Hangman Adam Page realizes his dream, a two-plus-year journey, wins the AEW title from Kenny Omega in the main event. I loved it. Hangman's going to be a great champion. The journey was fantastic. Let's see how long and how fruitful the title reign is for Hangman. A few other matches I really enjoyed from the show, including Brian Danielson defeating Miro to win the AEW World Championship Eliminator Tournament. Brian Danielson will be getting an upcoming title shot against Hangman Adam Page. The opening match was outstanding. MJF defeats Darby Allen, And now, there is no mistake in this match. You knew who the babyface was. You knew who the heel was. It was an outstanding match between two young up-and-coming stars in this business. MJF, one of the best heels around. Great psychology, awesome storytelling, working on the back, working on, on the body parts. It was just a fantastic match, a great way to open up the show. MJF ekes out the victory by nefarious means. CM Punk, Eddie Kingston, amazing match between two veteran guys. I was emotionally invested from the start. They told another great story in the ring. Fans, wow. I mean, I had not heard CM Punk get booed this much in probably like 11 or 12 years. There was a lot of fans rooting for Eddie Kingston in Minneapolis, but CM Punk still had a lot of fans. He had a great Chicago contingent in the front row watching him as well including Frank the Clown and a few other people that I know. And Punk comes through, wins the match. The physicality was off the charts. And again, great storytelling, just just a great match. And I also really enjoyed the AEW Tag Team Championship match between the Lucha Brothers and FTR. The Lucha Brothers retain that title. Those two teams, probably along with Santana and Ortiz, are probably the best three teams in AEW, in my opinion. Not the hugest Young Bucks fan. I mean, they're really good. But I think those three teams are heads above everybody else in AEW. Switching to local wrestling from this past weekend, the Dynamic Wrestling Alliance Invitational. We had Braun the Lumberjack on last week for a great interview. And 
he and all the different promotions delivered big time this past weekend in Willowbrook at the shiny new Compass Arena. And I tell you, I can't wait to get out there for a show. I was not able to make it due to personal reasons. Real life steps in sometimes. But it was an outstanding show. A lot of people posted some great pictures from Facebook. The wrestlers were accessible. There was even an event program where fans and children were getting autographs from all the wrestlers at the show. It was a really interactive show. It was a fun show. They had a great house in terms of a crowd, too. It was The seats were mostly filled. Let's run down some results from that show. Courtesy of Windy City Slam's good friend, Steve Arendt. Grin defeats the Mayan Mauler, Drew Hernandez. And then we have the scumbag army of Max Holiday and Bo defeating the CSI guys. Jay Cross defeats Lennox Leon to become the new JWA Badger State Champion. Then we had Terry Allen with the Brotherhood at his side, defeating Aaron Xavier with Angel at his side. Then we had this incredible eight-man tag team match. A lot of great reviews on this one. And we saw an inkling of this at Pow Entertainment's Wrestle Rage the week before. Hardcore Impact with Hardcore Craig, Pauly Tomaselli, the Shooter Luke Swan, and Acid defeats the team of Blacklist, Tristan Hayes, Tristan Hayes Jr., Danger Mask, and Bailey Maddox. Outstanding match there. Then we had local favorite Melanie Cruz defeating Angel. The Family defeats the Midwest Mercenaries. The Lunatic defeats veteran Nick Cutler. In an outstanding fatal four-way match, this was the match of the night, according to a lot of people who were at the venue. We had sharpshooter James Creed defeating JPH, Jonathan Hudson, and Jake Andrews in that thrilling fatal four-way match. Then we had Marche Rocket with C-Red at his side. He defeated Yabo the Clown. And in the 23-man DWA Invitational Battle Royal, where that gigantic six-foot-tall plush trophy was at stake, it came down to the final four of career killer Chris Miller, Tom Heisman, Turtle, and El Magnifico. And the winner of the trophy, the DWA Invitational, was El Magnifico. He takes home that giant trophy. Again, hell of a show by Braun Lumberjack and all the different promotions and all the the wrestlers, a lot of old-time wrestlers, uh, uh, some younger guys too. Great show. Can't wait to see Dynamic Wrestling Alliance come back down the line very soon. POW Entertainment had Friday Night Lights. That was last Friday night at T-Wood Bar and Grill in Wooddale. The big street fight between Mason Perks and Psychotic Jimmy Blaze was postponed till next year. And now this is where Jimmy Blaze, if he had lost this match, would have to retire from in-ring competition. But Perks was injured in last week's SCW invasion at WrestleRage. So he had to have surgery. He was out. So Blaze postponed the match. So Jimmy Blaze is going to be around for a little while longer at the very least. After all, he's still part of the POW Tag Team Champions with Eric Freedom. Now to go with the results of that show, Cody James won the Battle Royal. Then we had POW Champion Scott Spade with Tiny at his side, defeating Trainwrecker. Nikki Vendetta defeated the Mass Marauder with an assist from Trog. And in a big two out of three fall match, Mateo Valentine comes out the victor over Cody James, winning two falls to one. And to Mateo's surprise, 
he will receive a POW championship match against Scott Spade at Rage Reaction on December the 4th. Also, in the main event, we had a silverware match. Kazile initially defeats Mihdix O'Bannon after a bloody, brutal war. But after the match, Kazile attacked Meathooks again, shoved referee Brian Allen, Rexition was reversed, and Meathooks ended up getting the win via ref reversal. And there was a big brawl afterwards, and at the end of the day, we had Jimmy Blaze and Meathooks O'Bannon agreeing on a tag team championship match for Rage Reaction. So the Revolution will defend their titles against IPA on December the 4th. Also, Zello Pro, that show was a little over a week ago at Base Camp Pub in Lyle, November the 7th. I just want to let everybody know it's now available at Fight TV for pay-per-view $12.99. Excellent show. Great intergender main event match between GPA and Lady Luck against Jordan Grace and Jonathan Gresham. And you have to check out Drama King Matt Raywalt and Storm Grayson as well. Definitely worth your time. Definitely worth the money. And also, WindyCitySlam.com will have a recap on that show and a photo gallery within the coming days. So stay tuned for that as well. And one more item before we get to this weekend's stacked lineup. Cora Jade, formerly known as Elena Black in the Chicago scene, she wrestled Dakota Kai in a dark match on WWE SmackDown last Friday night. Want to get more customers for your business? Promoters, do you want more exposure for your upcoming event? Windy City Slam Podcast can be your tag team partner. Advertise with Windy City Slam and reach wrestling fans in the Chicagoland area and in the Midwest. Message us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, or email MikePankow at WindyCitySlam.com. That's M-I-K-E-P-A-N-K-O-W at WindyCitySlam.com. Now on to this weekend in Chicago wrestling. There are no fewer than five big shows that we're going to talk about here. Freelance Wrestling, Purple Poppy's Big Birthday Blowout, Friday, November the 19th, Logan Square Auditorium in Chicago. Freelance World Title Tournament continues with two epic matches. We have GPA against Craig Mitchell. Now, if you're any sort of freelance wrestling fan over the last couple of years, you know the long-standing rivalry between GPA and Craig Mitchell. They had, I believe, the best of five between them. It was incredible. And now they're doing it again in the Freelance World Title Tournament. So definitely worth your money to check out GPA and Craig Mitchell. The other match in the tournament, another rematch from a recent match, I believe sometime late last year, Robert Ego Anthony with Frank the Clown in his corner takes on Effie. The rest of the card looks like this. We have Storm Grayson against Jordan Oliver, which should be a terrific match. We have the She-Lance Scramble, Laney Luck, Blair Onyx, Charlie Evans, Brooke Valentine, and Guerrera de Bresinas. And a mystery entrant is the sixth woman in the match. So it'll be interesting to see who the sixth participant is. And it's a great group of women. Uh, Laney Luck, especially a longtime champion in other promotions. That should be a lot of fun. Then we have a six-man tag with the take-it-home wreckers against the Bang Bros and Angel Escalera. Tag team action with Warhorse and Dan the Dad against Hysteria. That's the team of Cole Radrick and Sage Phillips. 
Then we have Everett Connors against Cody Lane. Plus, the show is called Purple Poppy's Big Birthday Blowout. So you would think Matt Nix would be somewhere in attendance. He had been taking a little bit of a break from freelance. Uh, some of the other folks in the freelance family, the freelance underground people, have been helping to run freelance over the last few months in Matt's absence. Will Matt be back full time anytime soon? We'll see. I mean, this might just be a celebration for Matt. I don't know. But considering what happened at Freelance Underground's The Final Phase a few weeks ago, will Project Monix make an appearance? Remember, famously, after Monix's swerve at the end of that match against Calvin Tankman, he attacked Purple Poppy himself, Matt Nix, after that match. So there has definitely been some barbs on online, on Twitter, with Monix trying to dig at Matt Nix, and I would love to see if that comes to fruition at Purple Poppy's Big Birthday Blowout or at a, perhaps a future freelance underground show. So stay tuned for that. Also, we have Chicago-style wrestling Second City Showdown, also Friday night, November the 19th, at the American Legion Hall in Franklin Park. CSW Championship, we have Filth King Brubaker taking on Joey the Jet Avalon. And in a unique match, we've seen it in WWE before, where both the CSW Metro Division Championship and the CSW Women's Championship are on the line in an intergender mixed tag team match. We have Hades X1X, who's the Metro Division champ, and Heather Reckless, who's the women's champion, taking on Saban Gage and Sky Blue. Now, the winning team will take home those titles. So say Saban ends up pinning Hades, Saban and Sky Blue will be your new Metro Division and women's champion in that case, if that happens. So kind of a fun little stipulation. We saw it before of Santino Morella and Beth Phoenix many years ago. So stay tuned to see what happens with that intergender mixed tag match. Then we have the CSW Tag Team Championships, CNC Destruction defending their titles against Big Mood, Mateo Valentine, and Jack Moody. Then we have this really cool Ring of Destiny match. It's for a future championship match in January against the winner of the Avalon Brubaker Championship match. Ten men, gauntlet style. Four men start the match. A new competitor enters every two minutes. The first six eliminations of the match are by top rope rules. Over the top rope, throwing your opponent out, both feet hitting the floor. Then the final four are determined by elimination style, pinfall, submissions, and, and whatever, to eliminate those guys. And the winner, again, like I said, will get the championship shot in January. And the 10 men are as follows. Ice pick, Vic Capri. All day, Marche Rocket. Garrison Creed. TJ Steele. Mario Pardua. Solomon Tupu. Jake from Wrestling, Nick Cutler, Jax Johnson, and Blanco Loco. Plus, on the show, we're going to see the other half of the Dope King, CJ Esparza, taking on Sierra, Dream Girl Ellie versus Megan Bain versus Billy Starks in a three-way women's match, and then the CSW Hall of Fame induction, Ripper Manson, will be going into the Hall of Fame. Saturday night, November the 20th, Berwyn Championship Wrestling's Battle for the Belt at the Berwyn Eagles Club. Main event for the BCW Championship. The vacant title is on the line 
Ice Pig Fit Capri against Shogun Chris Logan. Plus, we'll see Acid Jazz and Just Amazing, Storm Grayson versus Vinny Scarpone, in a five-man scramble match, one-man dynasty Darius Luttrell versus Mike Strong versus Blanco Loco versus Super Chaos versus Mateo Valentine, who will be making his BCW in-ring debut. Then we have Blair Onyx versus Dream Girl Ellie, Chico Suave versus Ryan Matthews, Yakuza versus Vengador del Futuro, plus we have Missa Kate, Joseline Navarro, and more. Southland Championship Wrestling presents Feast or Famine, Turkey for Tots. That's Saturday night, November the 20th at the Shabbat Civic Center in Shabbat. Announced for the show, SCW Champion JPH defending against Marche Rocket. The SCW Genesis Championship, James Creed defending against the Cobra. SCW Tag Team Titles, we have Evil Gains Evil, the champs against Elite Payne. The SCW Women's Title, Angel defends against Celine Gray. Plus, we have Cody James against Sean Mulligan. And don't forget, the specter of POW Entertainment could be hanging over this show, considering what happened with SCW at WrestleRage a little over a week ago. So is this where Jimmy Blaze and POW Entertainment try to get their next shot in at SCW after the attacks up in POW? Should be very interesting. Sunday. We have a debut for All Heel Wrestling, One Fall Into Chaos, Sunday, November 21st, Canlan Sports in Libertyville. And here's the cool thing about this show. It's free, free admission. We have the AHW World Heavyweight Championship, the mouth of the Midwest JP versus Pitstain versus Gunner Wicks in a three-way match. AHW Deathmatch Championship, Dysfunction, taking on Percy Drews. The Women's Championship will be decided when Raven Radix takes on Blair Onyx. The AHW Change of Fortune Championship, we have The Vape God, Fletch Malone versus Oso Turco. AHW Tag Team Titles, The Luxurious Ones versus The Midwest Mercenaries. Triple threat match to determine the next number one contender for the AHW Heavyweight Championship. We have Rough Crossing versus Porn Stash Peter Schwanz and Baxter Belafonte. Plus, two veterans, and this might this match alone might be worth the cost of admission, which of course in this case is free. But if you had to pay 20 bucks to see this match, it's more than worth that cost. Paulie Tomaselli versus the Ice Pick Vic Capri. Now, we also have Leon Mephisto versus Max Holiday. So check out All Heel Wrestling in Libertyville. It's their first show. A lot of great Chicagoland and Midwestern talents on the docket there. Also Sunday night, it's the WWE Survivor Series pay-per-view. Peacock has the coverage starting at 7 o'clock Central Time. We have the traditional Raw versus SmackDown Survivor Series matches for the men and the women. Plus, we have Big E taking on Roman Reigns in the WWE Champion versus Universal Champion match. And WWE Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch taking on WWE SmackDown Women's Champion Charlotte Flair. All right, coming up in mere moments, it's who you've been waiting for. 
one of the most popular referees in the Chicago area and the Midwest, Dan Perch. Stay tuned. Check out WindyCitySlam.com for news, analysis, photo galleries, and links for Chicago and independent wrestling, plus stories on the big boys such as AEW, WWE, and Impact Wrestling. Also, while you're there, catch up on the latest episodes of Windy City Slam Podcast. All right, welcome back to Windy City Slam Podcast. And this week, I am honored and privileged to bring aboard, he's one of the most popular referees in the Chicagoland area and in the Midwest. And we're doing it for the ref brand this week. And here's the very first time we have Dan Perch on the show. Dan, how you doing? Oh, Mike, I'm doing wonderful. Uh, thank you so much for having me on the Windy City Slam. Um, it's uh, an honor to be here. And, uh, and I couldn't be more thankful. Thanks for coming on. Um, so before we get into uh, what got you into refereeing and, and some of the things that you've done, um, GCW this past weekend, that had to be an experience for you. So you went to Detroit and you're also in suburban Chicago in Summit, actually not far from where I grew up. So it's the um, hardcore deathmatch scene in GCW. And I saw some of the pictures and you were like in this get up full body, like attire, um, goggles and everything. So what was that experience like for you? Oh, that was quite the experience. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, uh, GCW coming to the Midwest is, uh, is an opportunity that uh, have to take advantage of. Uh, they're, they're a great company in the, in, uh, and independence. So anytime uh, I can, can take a day or two to learn from the referees uh, and the production and the wrestlers, uh, I, I'll take full advantage of it. Um, uh, thankfully, I was able to do just the same uh, this weekend uh, and, <laughs> and hop on the bus uh, uh, Friday night for the Detroit show. And, um, and that was awesome. Uh, being able to work a, a GCW show uh, in the Midwest is a, a great honor. And, um, and was blessed to work a, a tag team match, uh, which was really fun with uh, the 440 guys, <laughs> who are some real heat getters, some real rudos, as I've gotten to know around the, uh, around the Chicago uh, luchador scene. Uh, those guys are definitely some rudos. Um, and uh, Jordan Oliver and Nick Wayne, who are um, just great, great wrestlers all around. Um, and then got to do a, a death match. Uh, that night, which was an absolute honor uh, between Charlie Evans and Rina Yamasika, uh, the, the last name, uh, tough pronouncing, um, but it was an awesome, uh, really just a story of a, a, a warrior, uh, two warriors going at it. Um, Charlie Evans being from Australia, um, Rina being from Japan. Uh, and, and here I am from, from Milwaukee, uh, a, a man to call it right down the middle. And, uh, and, <laughs> and no matter the, uh, the scenarios or the, the death match kind of environment, I uh, was able to do just that and, uh, and make sure that the two, uh, two warriors, you know, had a, had a great match and they did. <laughs> now, what was your first thought? Like, okay, this is really crazy environment, light tubes and, and whatever else they try to throw in the ring and all the implements they try to throw each other through. Now, did you get hazard pay for this stuff? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's uh, it, it comes with the territory, uh, especially being a referee. Uh, eventually, 
your card's going to get pulled or your straw is going to get pulled and you're going to have to be uh, in circumstances or scenarios uh, that you wouldn't normally find yourself in uh, on any given, you know, say Wednesday afternoon or Tuesday afternoon. Uh, but but it comes with wearing the stripes and, and donning that, uh, being a, a card carrying referee uh, on the independent wrestling circuit, uh, you know, trying to learn as much as I can and sharpen every tool I can. Um, gracefully, I've been able to learn at ICW Milwaukee, uh, ran by Dysfunction. Uh, up in the West Dallas area, Milwaukee area, um, and and he runs death matches. So uh, thankfully, I've been able to have a, an education over the past few years, kind of dipping my toes and and you know getting to understand the environment and and learn, pick the brains of people. Um, so luckily, a, a little bit of preparation coming into it, uh, but you need to be prepared to keep everybody safe. <laughs> Indeed. Now, what drew you into becoming a referee? You know, um, professional wrestling is, you know, there's, there's no secret. Anyone listening to this, we all share the same passion, whether it's a wrestler, uh, a referee, a cameraman, uh, a person selling shirts at the vendor shop, uh, the, the people at the venue. Uh, the, the people selling food, the fans in the seats, the fans watching on TV, we all share the same passion for professional wrestling. Um, realizing that passion uh, throughout my life, it was a decision that I decided I want to learn as much as I can and be a student of this business in order to give back as much as I can and help out this business in any way I can. For as much joy as it's given me, as well as, well, I've come to find uh, all the people around me. Um, I, I wanted to set out on a journey to learn and be as, as good as I can uh, at every aspect of pro wrestling so I can give back as much as I can. So that was the decision I made uh, and decided, well, found out that, uh, that as a referee happens to, to be a role that that I enjoy and, and it suits me. Um, so I, I'm, I'm grateful for the opportunity to, to study um, and, you know, take the, the leap towards training. So what, did you want to become a referee at first or did you have aspirations of becoming a wrestler and then decide to become a referee? Hey, you no, know, great question. Um, I went into the, uh, the business with the mindset of, I want to be that guy under the ring, tightening that, that cable. <laughs> I, I want to be the guy uh, helping set up that ring. I want to be the guy who, who builds that ring in order for everybody else to, to perform and do what they need to do. Um, I, I want to learn every single aspect of professional wrestling coming into it. Um, I, I want to learn to referee, I want to learn to ring announce. I want to learn to, to wrestle. Um, so I, I decided I, I started training and uh, being trained at the Thumper's Den by the Beer City Bruiser and Frankie, um, mm -hmm. I, I trained to wrestle just the same as everybody else. And by learning to wrestle and going through training the exact same way as everybody else, it allowed me the, I guess, freedom to study every every aspect of the business and uh and i thought from the start um i could could learn the ropes of a referee to get inside the ring um and 
hearing stories of, you know, people um, telling their wrestling stories. A lot of them started as referees. So I, I wanted to, to follow the same path and learn the business through the eyes or the stripes of a referee. <laughs> um, I've, I've been able to learn it all. And, and I've done every, <laughs> every duty in, in wrestling. Uh, and, and I come to find that I absolutely fell in love with, uh, with refereeing. I've been following the Chicagoland Southeast Wisconsin scene for probably the last three and a half years or so with Windy City Slam. And I've seen you at a lot of events and you just bring a whole lot of fun and enthusiasm. And in fact, you kind of remind me of uh, Brian Hildebrand, AKA Mark Curtis from back in the day with all your enthusiasm and some of the um, kind of um, actions that you have in the ring. Yeah, that's a, that's a high compliment. And, and thank you. <laughs> Um, anytime I, I go back to pro wrestling, you know, I go back to the roots of, of what I started to love. Um, and, and a little bit, you know, even before that, I love studying the history. And if I go back to watch any wrestling, it's going to be 1989 WCW, NWA, <laughs> like, um, you know, into, into the nineties. And, um, and that's just, I, I draw a lot of inspiration from, from those guys and certainly the energy of a, of a Mark Curtis and, uh, mm-hmm. and the realism of, uh, uh Tommy Young and, yeah. uh, and, you know, Nick Patrick, especially in his younger days, just being the son of, of a guy like Jody Hamilton, the guy knows the business. So, you know, his instincts are going to be, you know, on point, um, just that era, I, I absolutely love <laughs> the bow ties. I, a lot of times, <laughs> the blue shirts. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, growing up around the uh, Ric Flair and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat era, in terms of those quality matches they had in the '89. Yeah, you know, I was uh, was born in '91 myself, um, so I like to study what was going on around that era. <laughs> ah, okay, <laughs> and. Uh, a lot of tape study, a lot of film study, uh, going back on uh, WWE Network or Peacock or whatever now to check that stuff out. Yeah, the the library has been just a, a godsend. <laughs> so, uh, how long you've been? Have you been working the uh, independent scene as a referee now? Um, you know, I, I started training and and joined wrestling right in January of 2018. Um, by April of 18, I was refereeing and uh and by about august of 18 i was on the road every single weekend uh either working one two three shows sometimes four shows um but yeah it was probably the uh the end of 2018 i was taught you hop in the cars with the people you know and you help out and you set up and you go to to wrestling companies to uh to build rapport with the promoter and, and help out. So yeah, by the end of 2018, I was on the road. Um, yeah. Every weekend throughout the year, give or take maybe one or two weekends. Um, it was, uh, it was diving full on head first <laughs> uh, into the, the pro wrestling waters. So walk me through what you do as a referee. We had two count Lou Tufano on earlier this year, and he gave us some interesting insights. So what have you gone through as a referee? I mean, kind of as a gatekeeper of the matches with two guys, making sure that you remind them of spots or time cues or stuff like that. Is that something that you do on a, on a frequent basis? 
yeah, you know, that's uh, that's great. And, and my high confluence and shout out to Lou. <laughs> He's been a, a great uh, inspiration, especially in the Midwest uh, referee uh, scene to, to know those guys who paved the way for gentlemen like myself um, to, to do what we do. Um, very thankful. Um, when it comes to the, the role of, of a referee and, and my role, um, I, I take it as legitimate and, and serious as, as I can. Um, which means, again, I go back to as if it was a, a Crockett boardroom where someone's at the podium and, uh, you know, of those 10 people sitting at that press box or at that table, uh, I'm one of them as a referee. Got to know what, what the company wants. Got to know what the company's vision is. I want to know, um, you know, what are we looking to do tonight? Uh, what is the best role I can do? Uh, and, and that's all before matches even get decided. Um, you know, from, from there, the promoter will end up, um, you know, putting uh, referees in the best position to succeed. And, and from there, um, I'll, I'll see what I have for the night. And just like any, any, you know, referee in sports that uh, you got your, your playbook or, or your, your notebook, I'll write down the assignments for the night. So, so I'll know what I've got, uh, what matches on the ledger that I have for the evening. So I can inform uh, each person that, hey, I want to let you know I'm, I'm your official for tonight. Um, your, you know, match number you know, one, two, three, four, five, uh, whatever. And, and I'll let you know, I'll, I'll touch base with you um, and, and go over everything that we need to in regards to the rules and, and the match that we have. Um, so, yeah, I, I make sure I'm very rigorous with that, with touching base with absolutely everybody before the match, uh, simply just to let them know that, that I'm your official for tonight. Um, and, and that's really it. <laughs> I've noticed you've been doing a, a lot of Lucha matches lately and working for even companies like Gali Lucha Libre and stuff like that. And at Warrior Wrestling, usually the rep man in the ring for the Lucha matches. I believe you're also the referee in the ring at the Berwyn Championship Wrestling show that I covered a couple of months ago for the Lucha match with, with the Yakuza. So I've heard that you've done a lot of hard work uh, learning Spanish and trying to earn a rapport with these luchadors. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's a, it's a, it's a fascinating, fascinating side of the pro wrestling business that joining the business when I mentioned back in 2018 could never have fathomed not just every avenue and again, every, every point that has to be sharpened on the pro wrestling, you know, tool belt or, or the pro wrestling star. Um, and Lucha Libre is one that I, I absolutely fell in love with. Um, my, my love and respects to the wrestling with unicorns brothers. Yep. Uh, John and, and Martin, um, John is, is taking me under his wing and, and teaching me Spanish oh, wow. and, uh, him being a teacher himself. Um, those, those brothers are, are wonderful with, uh, with helping me, uh, kind of get accustomed to the, the area. Uh, Gali Lucha has been just, uh, wonderful, uh, beyond belief with making me feel comfortable, um, like a family atmosphere there. And, and welcoming me to the, the style and, and the culture of Lucha Libre. Uh, it's been uh, an avenue of pro-wrestling that just fascinates me. Uh, when I first started Lucha uh, refereeing, I was very much kind of thrown into it and understanding very little of what goes on through the night, let alone the language. Um, but through, you know, again, going back to that passion that we all have for this business, uh, it's what drives me to um, 
you know, adapt. And just like a, another gentleman, Gringo Loco, who helped pave the way for, uh, for lots of luchadors in, in Chicago. Uh, he's been wonderful with, uh, with helping me out as well. And um, helping me understand what goes into the, you know, making luchadors real warriors again, you know, the, the fighters, the, the true spirit of the fight. Um, yeah, it's, it's been wonderful. And, and Lucha Libre shows uh, running on Sundays of all random days happens to be a pretty open day. So I've incorporated it into, uh, into my refereeing and, uh, and have been studying as much as I can uh, multiple times a month. And, uh, and it's wonderful. You're definitely a student of the game, Perch, and uh, we all appreciate it. Going on, um, what is with you and Jesus Bryce or Bryce Benjamin? I have seen you body slam him three times now, twice in person and once on IWTV. So what is going on between you two? <laughs> That's fascinating, Mike. And, uh, and uh, to bring that up, there's no better place than, than right here on the Windy City Slam to tell that story. Uh, well, as I mentioned before, uh, training at the Thumper's Den, uh, Brew City Wrestling, we have posters all throughout the, the place where we train. Countless hours and nights spent, um, lots of sweat, lots of, lots of weight lost and muscles gained and, and hard nights and calisthenics looking at those posters. Uh, and, and on those posters, uh, several of them happen to be uh, uh, Brew City Wrestling stars from, you know, the, the present as well as the past. And, uh, and Bryce Benjamin and Acid Jazz were all over uh, some of those posters. <laughs> um, so there were a couple of gentlemen who I just knew of, you know, just by, by looking at them. So, you know, when, when hopping on that journey, you know, several years ago, um, I knew that traveling throughout the Midwest and, and throughout the country uh, would maybe run into him. <laughs> uh, as it as it turned out, uh, I did run into him uh, and realized that uh, running into Bryce Benjamin probably back in 2019 um, at, at a show, it, it made me realize, holy smokes, uh, this gentleman is a teacher just the same uh, at, in his um you know, in his, his territory or, you know, around his hometown. Um, it made me understand that I'm a student in Milwaukee, but when I go out to another show, even in Illinois, um, I can be a student just the same. Um, so that was a, a relationship that was established, um, you know, when I, when I first met him to build a, a good rapport. And, and I've always learned something from him every time we've gotten to interact. Um, this summer of Zello <laughs> at the baseball field, yeah. Windy City Thunderbolts. Uh, those are some wonderful times and almost like fair show atmosphere. Uh, so we were able to, to do some fun stuff and wild stuff. And, uh, and Bryce Benjamin was really doing a lot of character work. And um, I think, you know, right around that time, um, I'm, I'm sure there was a, a match that came up where, he bumped into me and well, one thing led to another and I had to give him the what for <laughs> <laughs> all that training paid off and uh, it had uh, to throw it right back to him. Uh, but, but no, it's, it's absolutely wonderful. And, uh, and yeah, if, uh, just like if, if we were playing, you know, one-on-one -on -one basketball or foosball or, or anything, um, Hey, you gotta, gotta try and one up. <laughs> yeah, it, we're, we're both playing to win here. 
yeah, uh, Bryce, great dude. I, I love watching Bryce. Uh, all the different characters that he portrays, just the the teacher that he is. He's such a good dude. Oh, it's it's unbelievable. Um, and, and even just for a moment, like the uh, like that freelance show the other week, you know, just just you know, putting or the, uh, the last month, um, he he put me in an opportunity to to hit a body slam and. Um, and, you know, not, not realizing until after the fact that how much I learned from the experience of, of reading a crowd and understanding a crowd reaction. Again, I, I want to learn every aspect of this business uh, to, to give as much as I can. Um, wrestling in those kind of situations is not something that I'm looking to do. Uh, I've, I've been there and, and done that and, and achieved everything I needed to back years ago. Um, but to experience a moment like that with a crowd going, you know, as loud and, and as into it as they were, that's a feeling that you can't help it, but learn from and, and take something out of. And, uh, and again, just always teaching. <laughs> and you guys have perfected that spot because at the two shows I saw you live, well, I mean, one of the loudest pops of the night. I mean, it was amazing. Maybe you need to call it the perch pop or something. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Get out of here. That's that's a good old fair show. That's <laughs> that was uh, I think that was Bruiser and Stacy Shadows and uh, it's Evil Sierra teaching me that one back in the day. <laughs> nice. All right. Um, speaking of guys that you've interacted with over the years, uh, do you have a favorite match that you have refed, or even a favorite wrestler in the ring to be the referee with? Wow, that's a that's a wonderful uh, wonderful thought. um you know i'm I'm really drawn to storytelling uh, good storytelling in the ring as well as people who are there which is good heart good good fight and good fire um a lot of people from you know the early years i've gotten to learn from inside the ring uh, mentors of mine uh working a beer city bruiser match was you know uh, uh, this is as good as as it gets he's my trainer um you know i and as the years have gone on, any situation where I get to see him, it's like, wow, this is awesome. And um, and getting to work with him, it's a it's a rapport like none other. Um, one in particular was uh, Beer City Bruiser against the Brooklyn Brawler. Wow. <laughs> uh, working for Eric Freedom at a show uh, up in Cadillac, Michigan. A couple oh, wow. years. And this was... Uh, and, you know, a favorite one, definitely on the list of favorites. There, there's plenty other ones who are favorites, too. But this comes to mind. And just knowing that, you know, Bruiser was able to uh, to just make the crowd hate him <laughs> like nobody's business. <laughs> and uh, and and Brooklyn Brawler came in and, and they, they went a good, you know, probably 10 minutes, um, you know, using good, good communication in the ring and told a good story. And as simple as that was, it was a great story that, that entire time. And, uh, and that night we got into a big blizzard and it had to, <laughs> took us hours and hours to, to dig our car out. <laughs> oh my so we had plenty of time to talk about that match on the, on the ride home. <laughs> and speaking of uh, cold and snow, you are very much used to that being in Milwaukee. Um, so I assume living in that area, you're a big Milwaukee slash Wisconsin sports fan. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, sports are something that, uh, that I always grew up on. It's in my blood, <laughs> uh, green and gold Packers and, uh, and Brewers and Bucks and 
Badger football, Marquette, everything. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, actually they've been pretty blessed up there the last few years with pretty much most of their teams. The Bucks obviously are the defending NBA champions. The Packers have been good for a long time. And then um, the Brewers have had some really successful seasons the last few years, but uh, they need to fix that offense a little bit. The, the pitching's been great, but Kristen Yelich has like lost the ability to hit the last couple of seasons. <laughs> yeah, much to the delight of all the Cubs fans. So, you know, when, when people are around, they, they enjoy that. Myself, you know, I, I take it as it comes. Uh, Yelich will come around for sure, but uh, – but as long as we got Bob Euchre calling the game, win or lose, you know, it's it's well worth it. <laughs> I'm a huge Bob Euchre fan going back to Mr. Belvedere and the uh, Miller Lite commercials and the WrestleMania three interactions. And I've been a huge fan of Bob for many, many years. I would love to meet the guy personally because I, I just love him. Oh, yeah. yeah. As I joined wrestling, Tommy Young was uh, was my idol. If I weren't, if I wasn't doing wrestling, Bob Euchre is my idol, and I would be pursuing uh, baseball uh, announcing. <laughs> yeah, he's fantastic. He's a diamond, indeed. <laughs> I usually, before I let any guest go, I always ask them about social media, what what different platforms they're on, and then upcoming events for you. I mean, I'm sure you have a lot coming up. Oh yeah, um, social media is uh, at Perch XLV. Um, on Twitter and Instagram, uh, Dan Perch on Facebook, and pound sign for the Ref Brand. That's one that uh, that I've started just to uh, to link myself and, and everything from day one of the journey, <laughs> meant for anybody to use for referees all alike. And uh, and pound sign celebrate pro wrestling. The other one that I really enjoy to to put on. Uh, messages just because again the passion we all have for professional wrestling uh, we celebrate it in every kind of way whether it's listening to it reading it uh, watching it experiencing it live uh, celebrate pro wrestling something i truly believe in um, upcoming shows we've got freelance coming up this friday at logan square auditorium we've got bruce city wrestling uh, making my return it's been a few months, so it should be some good friends and family in attendance. Uh, that's in Waukesha this Saturday coming up, the Elks Lodge. And uh, this Sunday, Galley Lucha is going to be a very fun time uh, in Chicago. Uh, and then the week, we've got Mondo Lucha at a sold-out Turner Hall ballroom on Wednesday night. And we've got AAW on Friday night. Uh, coming up that's going to be an awesome show um excited to to get back to business and just have some some good tournament uh, well after tournament action after the the gym lineman uh tournament ended it's uh it's going to be good to, to get the gears rolling and see the fallout after that <laughs> um and a youtube page uh, i just started you can find the link on on facebook where um I'm trying to add any match that I find on YouTube. Uh, I think I'm up to about 45 matches on there uh, just for anybody to watch or enjoy or put in the background uh, and, and for myself to, to send out to people um, <laughs> if anyone needs to, to see one for, for critique. All right. So that's 
hashtag for the rough brand dan perch now you can see him at a ton of different promotions across the chicago area southeast wisconsin zello pro freelance freelance underground aaw galley lucha libre warrior wrestling bruce city wrestling even gcw and i'm sure there's plenty others i'm not even mentioning here so check out a wrestling show and if you see dan perch you're going to be thoroughly entertained and it's going to be worth every penny you pay for that show Oh, and, and one more shout out to Zawa, one of the first Illinois shows that I ever went to, and, and they opened the doors to me um, out in Oregon, Illinois, and Rock Falls, Illinois, just a great part of the state that I've gotten to experience. And, uh, and Zawa Live Wrestling is, uh, is another one of the Midwest, that, that, the, the first kind of out-of-state one, uh, that, that was cool. They put on good shows as well, from what I've heard, so uh, that's awesome to hear. And thank you so much for, for everything here at the Windy City Slam. You're very welcome, Perch, and thanks for coming on, and enjoy the rest of your week. We look forward to seeing you down the line. Oh, you as well, and much love to all the fans. And if uh, we ever see each other at a pro wrestling show, don't be afraid to, to wave or, uh, or say hi <laughs> uh, between the matches, please. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Perch, thank you so much. Oh, thank you, guys. I really enjoy it. Fun conversation with referee Dan Perch. Great guy, colorful character. I love seeing him work. He's one of the the best reasons to go see local independent wrestling. Yeah, we have a lot of great wrestling superstars as well, but obviously the referees are part of the fun. They're a very important function to each and every show, and Dan Perch makes it just all that much more enjoyable. All right, next week. Can we get any bigger with our guests? Maybe we can. We're going north of the border to Wisconsin. We're bringing in David Hero, the promoter of Great Lakes Championship Wrestling. And we're going to be talking about that huge upcoming show, Blizzard Brawl, here in just a few weeks. You're listening to Windy City Slam Podcast. So long, everybody. So long, everybody.